Welcome to another episode of the Enlifted Podcast. My name is Antonio Talamo. And my name is Casey Coleman. And we are here today to talk about all things as seen on TV. Yeah, this is a really fun topic that Casey and I thought about that we sometimes have talked about. I remember we just talk about like random gadgets, random things. And so today we are going to mention the top five as seen on TV products that you've always wanted. And I know, Casey, I love gadgets. I love anything that can make my life slightly easier. I Those infomercials, I can tell you right now, are definitely designed for me. I know you are a gadget guy, and uh, I can always count on you. You're always telling me about something that I need to have or that I should get, and you're usually right, um, and I'm pretty stubborn sometimes. I drag my feet, definitely. You'll be like, oh, yeah, get an air fryer, and then a year and a half passes by, and I get one. I'm like, oh, I just got an air fryer. It's amazing. You're like, yeah, I know. I told you. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I, I know sometimes you've um, you've come to my house, and you, you like, look around because we always have, like, this – coolest little things that make life easier. I remember you, and it's not an SCNO TV product, but I remember you looked under our sink where we keep our pots and pans and you saw that we had some sort of like lit organizer. Yeah, like you're just, you are living your best life. No, I definitely am. I I love those things. I I know my wife hates it because she's like, you don't need more junk to, but I'm like, yes, we do. We do need more stuff to make other stuff easier. I totally agree. It's hard to be a person right now. So I'm all about simplicity. Uh, We about probably a year ago got an electric wine opener and it is just, it's a game changer. I can still use a corkscrew, but there's just something so fun about the simplicity of it. You just press a button and you get to just live your best. Well, and those are so cool. I remember I even saw, I learned this at when I came over your aunt's house for dinner where there was like an electric salt shaker then I'm like, I yes. didn't know I needed that. Exactly. And I mean, it's, it's wild, right? Because I remember that one. It had probably like 12 batteries in it. Like absolutely ridiculous. But just, yeah, I don't know. It's like one of those things you see and you're like, oh, huh. I never thought about that. And I think, you know, today we're definitely going to talk about some things that are, you know, are they necessary? Who knows? But that, that's what the joy of SCN on TV products were. You know, it was like you'd watch a commercial and you'd just be enthralled at what was going on. The infomercials to me is what America is all about. I could not agree more. Because, because it's just, first of all, they're dramatic, right? You have, it's usually like white people, like suddenly forgetting how to crack eggs the right yes, way. Or, or you know, tripping. Like trip yeah. <laughs> falling down and you're like okay like it's not that hard to tie your shoes but yeah maybe i do need that electronic shoe tire thing you know yeah and you don't and i always say like infomercials to me are essentially like the marshals of shopping like you don't go to marshals because you need something yes marshals tells you what you need exactly and these infomercials will always tell you and my favorite part about infomercials and i don't know if you agree with this is when they go but wait there's more and you just freak out because you're like, I, I, how can there be more? Yes. Or like, what, what, what would you pair with this? Um, I think there's a lot of good things that I miss about infomercials. I think streaming, sometimes you don't get to see commercials to see what's going on. Um, but I think you're right. It's usually normally white people floundering with some sort of very menial task. And I think most infomercials are sort of built on, there are always these things that you can totally live without them, but then once you see them, you can't be unconscious of it. You know, you're like, oh, the egg example you brought up. It's like, 
oh yeah, like, do I need that? No, but you know about it now. And you're like, huh. Yeah, I think my favorite part is like, also when they have the spokespeople, like yes. the greatest spokespeople who would like throw it in your face. Like I remember like Billy Mays, rest in peace, who would OxyClean. Do you remember as a kid going like, I don't do the laundry, but like I would definitely yes. would love some OxyClean to clean stuff. Yes. Well, and it was the fascinating thing because it would be, you know, he'd be washing the clothes in like an open vat, see-through vat of like Coca-Cola, um, but he would throw in the OxyClean and it would make them cleaner. And it was like, first of all, just brilliant right like I, who's throwing their clothes in coca-cola i don't know but if you do there's a product for you there's a product for it it's so true also he had a classic beard oh i know it's very lumberjack-esque i always think about uh the different television personalities and you know some of them you know now that you say it sort of had that uh that sort of father-esque you know, extremely hyper-masculine sort of product that was like, you need to have this, call now. Yeah, and if you, let me say this, if you have daddy issues, you're likely <laughs> watching infomercials much more because yeah. you so badly wanted Billy Mays to be your father. And you know what's crazy? It's like a lot of these folks, people, like they kind of went crazy. Like I know Billy Mays. Or yeah, they kind of died tragically. Yeah, or like I mean, he... Yeah. If you look online, like it does say that he like died of an overdose. Some people say it was like cocaine, but maybe it was like just o like over the counter medication, which are dangerous. Do you remember Vance from ShamWow? Yes, he would have that Britney Spears microphone. Yeah, the yoga microphone, which yes. I'm like, you don't need that. You're on TV. Like, I don't understand yeah. why that's a thing. And he was like snarty, like snarty. He, what is is snarty? that a word? Um. I imagine snarty to be someone who's snotty but, and I don't know. Act, I, I just mean someone who, who had like attitude. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know. I've never used the word snarty until today. That's okay. But, I, it's, maybe it'll start trending beyond this. Yeah. Hashtag snarty. But yeah, he was like, he made you feel bad about yourself, but you're like, but Shamal absorbed, talking about Coca-Cola, it would absorb like a bowl of Coca-Cola. And I'm like, yeah, I've definitely spilled it. I spilled that much yeah. before. Yeah. I mean, they should really use Shamal for like FEMA relief because I feel like they talk about it being able to absorb like tons and tons and tons more than what it, it can hold. So, you know, maybe that's what the government needs to, to improve upon some things here. Well, and it's funny, right? Because I was on their website when I was doing research for this. Uh-huh. And it turns out they have ShamWow masks, <gasps> which apparently are made from like the same material as like K95 masks. Interesting. I don't know that I would want my mask to absorb everything coming in or out. Seems a little bit counterintuitive. But it does absorb really well, I guess. But I wouldn't mean, that just I, absorb the germs? I don't, I don't know. know. I just know that you would have ShamWow on your mask the entire time. Interesting. I don't know that that's for me, but, you know, it would probably let me down as I think many products sometimes do, right? It was like the commercial made it so exciting and then it would come to you, you know, six weeks later, eight weeks later. Antonio, were you ever let down by a purchase? I once remember seeing 
this this was there was this one product and it's still out there it was like a toothpaste dispenser that you would like hang up on your wall and then you'd put your little toothpaste in it and then you'd you'd put the toothbrush right up against it and it would like pour out like the perfect little speck and it would like use up the entire like it was unnecessary like uh, in retrospect it was stupid, but it didn't work well. It was just a just toothpaste dispenser? Y- yes, I know. You could just use your hands. I know. But I was a messy... Like, there are two types of people in this world. There are the people who will use it, squeeze it from the bottom. Yes, that's me. Or just squeeze it from wherever place it's going to come out. And that's me. Uh, you're a savage animal, my friend. But anyways, but it, it sucked. Like, it didn't work. You would press it and it would make it more messy. It was just so dumb. How would the toothpaste get into the dispenser? Would you have to squeeze out the toothpaste into another dispenser? No, 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 no. It, it was more like, it. you know, like a hand sanitizer, those automatic dispensers? Yes, but there's a, a bag of it in there. But like, exactly. So it's basically you put the toothpaste in there and then somehow when you press the button, it would squeeze it for you from whatever. I don't know. It was Interesting. dumb. But it, it definitely was not worth it. Interesting. I can definitely relate to being let down by a purchase. I remember as a kid, I so desperately wanted, it was called Marvin's Magic Artboard. And it was just like, essentially kind of like just a tablet-esque shaped thing like it was like a doodle pad but it was meant to be like you know you could use a little the little tool it came with and it would write in different colors and it was just sort of like this big rainbow coloring board that was no mess um and of course I wanted it um I had this dream of being an artist uh as a kid um and my parents you know they bought me every crayon under the sun markers paint they really did support me you know no matter what my wishes were and I was like I'm gonna be an artist and I have to have Marvin's magic artboard sounds fun and uh yeah it looked amazing in the videos but guess what it didn't work it was like you would color on the board but then when you would try to erase it you were really just smearing the color back and forth so you couldn't really erase the whole thing so i remember being a kid um and a young boy with you know probably too much energy i wanted to know why this was happening so i cut a hole in it um and that was definitely not how it's supposed to be used and so it stopped working and like a fool um rather than own up to my parents that i like ruined this thing that they just bought me i like covered it up with a sticker stop um yeah that is such a casey thing to do exactly well i couldn't use tape because i'd have to ask for tape the tape was always like out of reach as a kid um and so i would couldn't ask for tape because then be like what do you need tape for and then it was like oh uh so i just used stickers to cover it up and it just kind of oozed this weird goopy pus almost and uh, it was it was a short-lived uh product for i'm sure that all our listeners right now are just loving the the vision of pus-like material (laughs) coming out of what started out to be a really sweet story yeah well as seen on tv products right they're not all they're cracked up to be at times but uh you know you know what also gets me about as seen on tv products antonio what's that the name of the products they are (laughs) the names are like the best part yeah sometimes it almost makes me wonder like you know i want to be in the room with someone who's like what came first was it the product name or the products had to be kind of catchy at times all right antonio we're gonna play a little game are you ready yeah um let's do it all right so i am going to give you a couple i've seen on tv products you have to spot the fake okay so some of these are, are not real Correct. So I will okay. give you a couple products and you have to tell me which one is not real. Okay. All right. 
So the first product I have for you, it's called Shoe Economy, and it is a vertical shoe organizer. Okay. Our second product is what is called Tater Mitts, uh, which are dishwashing gloves. And then I think you'll get this one, but uh, this last product I, I delved up is called Press Toothpaste, and it is a hands-free toothpaste dispenser. Okay, so... And that's the one I talked about. <laughs> it it definitely me. is. I it know. So it's definitely not that one. Okay. So I, a little bit, I'm cheating a little bit, but I do know that tater mitts are thing only because I really hate peeling potatoes. Uh, and I know those are meant. So the shoe economy, I think, is that what it's called? Yes. Although that, that seems like the most likable, the one that makes the most sense. Of course. I feel like that's the fake one. Yeah, it is the fake one. I made that one up. But uh, yes, the tater mitts are these dishwashing gloves that um, essentially they have like almost like a porous or kind of gravelly texture to them. And they're meant for sort of, I guess, peeling potatoes or washing fruits and vegetables with tough skin. Um, how much you would need them, I'm not really sure. But if you are eating potatoes every single day, then maybe you do need them. Um, fun fact, in college, I had the nickname of Tater Tony. It sounds like a story for a different day. That's I, a story for a different day. Tater I just love potatoes, and I think that's why I wanted those myths so wow. badly. Speaking of potatoes, also a story for another day. Um, in fourth grade, I gave up potatoes for Lent. Um, can you talk, for anybody that doesn't do Lent, can you explain what that is? Sure. So first and foremost, I went to Catholic school for 12 years, which I'm sure times will come up on this podcast because I, I, I now having a master's in education, I learned a lot about my schooling and how some of what I was taught was probably not accurate. I have um, said out loud before that I do not believe he actually went to a real school. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree with you at times, but yes. So Lent is, uh, it's a 40 day period from uh, Ash Wednesday all the way up to Easter covering. Good Friday. Yes, yeah, yeah, correct. I'm talking about Jesus and it's a very holy time in the Catholic church and many people will commonly give something up and, you know, sweets, whatever. And I, being the potato boy that I was, the little tater tot, um, I gave up potatoes because I thought it would make me closer to God. And, you know, again, story for a different day. But yes, I would like to do one more round with you, sir, if that's all right. That's, that's funny. Yeah. I love how, uh, I'm not going to go into it too much, but it's like the fact that you chose potatoes and that would be the thing that would make you closer to God if you just stopped eating French fries. <laughs> and yes. it's just that specific. I just think just knowing you, I think that makes it hysterical. So, <laughs> so um, all right, three more products for you. So I had got the one second slicer, which I think is self-explanatory. Then we have okay. the Huggle, which is a hooded blanket. And then the Hover Cover, which is a microwavable safe dish. Which one do you think is fake? Okay. These all sound like they're unnecessary. <laughs> well, that not that the nature of the game of an asking uh, yeah. products? Yeah. I, is it the one second slicer? So I don't know. I don't, what, what are you slicing in one second? Why does it have to be one second? Yeah. So um, I actually tricked you. These are actually all real. Um, no. Yes. So the Huggle is a hooded blanket, which I have a feeling we'll talk about blankets later on in this podcast, so I will leave that be. But yeah, the one-second slicer is almost like a slap chop, but not a slap chop, not a magic bullet, but just uh, meant to be. I think you it really just press it, and it, it, it slices some stuff, almost like a guillotine. But again, you're not cutting much in one second. And then the hover cover, which was 
I couldn't believe it was real. It's this weird, it seems to almost be like a magnetic microwavable safe dish um, that is totally, in my opinion, what? definitely unnecessary. Yeah, all mostly all plates are, that's so stupid. You mentioned names, right? So I actually have a game for you if you want to play. Sure. Okay, so I'm going to give you the name of a real product. Okay. And I want you to tell me based on the name what you think it is. So these are absolutely real. Okay. All right. I think I follow. Okay. So the first one, I want you to tell me what you think it is based on the name and it's called the titty bear. Okay. Sorry. What? (laughs) It's the titty bear. T I D D Y. Okay. So that's important. Okay. Titty bear. That, um, Okay, to me, that sounds like it, it, maybe it's something for like moms who are lactating for comfort or support, but I, I'm having a hard time visualizing like what part, what it looks like. Like, does it look like a bear? Does it look like a titty? Um, I'm not really sure. <laughs> T-I-D-D-Y. Okay, so no, you're not even close. At the, t- the titty bear is this seatbelt cover in the shape of a bear to keep from the seatbelt scratching your chest. So it's this, and it's sad looking like that bear, they designed it to look disappointed because it's exactly <laughs> what this product is. So, and if you watch the infomercial, it's like titty bear, that's T-I-D-D-Y. Wow. You and know it's bad when they have to elaborate spell on it out. Yeah. So not even close. Okay. The second one is called the comfort wipe. Uh, if you get this, I'm comfort wipe. I'll be surprised. I am first of all, I'm having a very hard time picturing any of these being advertised on TV. A comfort wipe. Um, I would go with some kind of maybe it's like an aloe vera esque, like soothing wipe, kind of like a face mask, maybe. But yeah, you I'm it. gonna stop you. No, don't even. Yeah, you're not even close. So I'm gonna. I'm just gonna stop you there. Okay, so comfort wipe. I can't believe these are real. You can buy these like for real. So it's a plaque. It's like a plastic extension. Okay. Of your arm, essentially, where you put on one end of it, you put toilet paper. <gasps> To help you reach to no. wipe your butt. No, 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 no. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. yes. This is a real thing. Why Who would you? Just... Uh, nope. So, How was that advert? I don't want to know. I'll have to look that I up I feel later. like the only person that can actually make good use of that is a T-Rex. Who can't wipe their own butt? Which they're extinct last time I checked. So I don't, I, wow. And that was advertised on TV? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, you can watch the infomercial online. It's, wow. It's like they create a problem that's not real. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I did not see that one coming. Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay. Last one. Last one. And this is called the Euro Club. That's U-R-O Club. Euro Club. Um, I would think Euro Club. The spelling has me thrown, but I'm going to go with maybe it's kind of like an at-home Zumba workout-esque products, like Euro Club, like you know, it's different. I'm just picturing like Swedish house music playing and people exercising like in their pajamas. Yeah. And not, again, not even close. It's okay. This, this is probably the grossest of them all. So do you, you know about golf enough to know that there are golf clubs, right? Yes. My mom used to drag me to golf events. Again, story for a different day, but yeah, golf is painfully boring, but I'm not understanding what this could be. Well, there are some people out there 
you know, maybe some older folks who have to pee often. Okay. I'm one of those people. I can relate. Um, I have a raisin sized bladder. So this would be perfect. This you're dear audience. This is a club that opens up at the top to allow you to urinate <gasps> no. in it so Stop. that you can. You're lying. This is real. It's called the Euro Club, which I guess Euro is urology or <sighs> just gross. You know some. And clearly you would buy one. I would not buy one, but oh, no, it's not that hard to find a bathroom. Animals. Or a, like a tree. I Yeah, but I just, I feel like. I wouldn't trust it. Does it leak? Uh-uh. I don't. That it's seems gross. Ew. Yeah. I feel like some straight man invented that. And, and here we are. Wow. Ew. That is gross. I think we need to delve into our list, sir. Let's, let's go straight into our top five as seen on TV products you always wanted. Uh, do you... Do you have a, a number five that you want to share? I will start. And I, I want you to know, Antonio, I, I based my list solely on what I felt like I've always needed in my life. Okay. So coming in at number five, this will be a throwback for some people. Um, this was advertised heavily on Nickelodeon. Um, mm. And so it is a product called Muzzy, um, which used to start with this commercial of this small girl going, je sais la juvie. And what it was, Antonio, was a BBC language course for kids. It was four VHS tapes, VHS tapes, um, that would teach your kid a different language. And this was, again, this was like early mid-90s. So it wasn't even like, you know, Spanish was being taught regularly in schools. It was like, learn a language for fun, not because, you know, it's maybe the right thing to do or to culture, culture yourself, learn about things. But yeah, it was a this weird cartoon sort of like goblin-esque monster that would apparently teach you a different language. And I, as a kid, I, I wanted it. I wanted to- Sounds terrifying. I wanted to like live under the Eiffel Tower and write poetry. Again, story for another day. I have actual documentation of that. But yes, I wanted Muzzy so bad. And it wasn't even that good of a deal, Antonio. I went back and I watched the video and it used to start, it was four videos for $28.08 for six months. Yeah, it's expensive. And I'm like, there's no way the four VHS tapes would teach you enough to be fluent in a language. There's no way. No, yeah, not a shot. Like, not, I mean, you'd have to be extensively in there. And as a kid, like, you're not sitting there learning French. Correct. And I, I mean, even think, you know, a show like Dora the Explorer, right, where it was, you know, a half hour show it was on for years, but it would teach you a couple words here and there, but not enough to just submerge you in the culture. So for me, coming in at number five was Muzzy because it would just start with this, start with this little white girl going, je sais la juvie. And then this older like woman would walk in and she'd be like, that's right. That's French she's speaking. And like, you can too. And I just, I wanted this woman to walk into my house and declare that I'd be able to speak French too. And it's also so American to point out what language she is speaking because we don't speak any other languages. So we have to, it's like, it's like completely foreign to recognize even a French language. That's really funny. Okay. My number five is I mentioned it a little bit sooner uh, earlier in the podcast, I should say, and that is ShamWow. I really always wanted ShamWow. I was always so impressed with the technology. At one point he goes, and it's designed by the Germans and you know, they make good things. I'm like, Starting at what year? Because yeah. if we're talking, you know, they do things well and not for the right reasons all the time. But for some reason, I'm like, yeah. And I remember it like 
it's like it can hold 10 times its weight in liquid i'm like so can i <laughs> you know like i related to shame so badly and i just like i didn't have much to clean but i just was fascinated by how easily it could just wipe across yes. and then vince like i feel like we're homies now mm-hmm. that high energy yes i also remember from those commercials he would like spill soda on the carpet and then lift the carpet up to like prove to you that it sucked it up and i remember thinking that that was definitely some voodoo witchcraft yes and i'm like i want that voodoo witchcraft wow and my favorite part is like with all of these it's also like oh if you call now because there's a woman waiting for you within ordering within yeah. like 10 how minutes. How did they know? They, how did, they, how did know? they know I was going to call within 10 minutes? We'll throw in another, you know, pack Shamwow, of it. Yeah. Just pay separate shipping and handling. I'm like, why can't you just ship them together, fam? What a waste yeah, of packaging. It, it's a paper towel. How much does it cost to ship? Yeah. Well, apparently That's it would funny. save you like $100 a month or something ridiculous. I'm like, what are people doing with their paper towels? But anyways, exactly. always wanted a ShamWow. I still do. And that is my number five. Wow. Well, my number four, again, this, this product is probably possibly uh, a little bit in retrospect racist, um, but let me explain. Okay. So my number four, and again, this I think really speaks to how badly I wanted it. It was a product called Haragami. And so it was described okay. as, um, it, first of all, product for women with long hair or people with long hair, I shouldn't just say women, but it was only women in the video. But Haragami was this, it's described as hair sushi, Antonio. What? And it was- Hair sushi? Yeah. That's on so gross already. It was essentially a slap bracelet for your hair. And it was like, you know, they would talk about wrap and snap and it came with this 30 page glamour guide. Um, And it looked a little bit like a torture device, but there was something about the commercial for me as this little gay boy that I was just enamored by the music and the clicking, almost kind of like ASMR. Like it was just oddly satisfying to me. And considering that I never had hair long enough to ever warrant me needing this product. um, That's why- So what were your plans with it? I just, I wanted someone I knew to have it because I wanted to play with it. Or something about the clicking and the snapping and the way that they just, you know, they would be like, oh, do your prom hair in a snap. Like as if anyone who would do that or, oh, your wedding in a pinch. Like who's doing that? Who's the market here that was like, oh, you know, I didn't know what I want to do with my hair for my wedding. So I just threw in, uh, I just threw in a, a snap bracelet. And so it would just, to me, was something I always really wanted in retrospect. The commercial's a little bit cringy. Like it is definitely very whitewashed definitely pokes at, I think, different cultures. But to me, there was just something so magical about the product. Like I said, I never had, that's how you know product is good, right? When you're like, I literally can't even use this, but I still want it. And I think a piece of it was, you know, even in the, the music of the commercial, it was sort of this like house music, clicking and snapping. And I just, I don't know. I was It sounds so unnecessary. It. Clearly it's not that popular, but it, you, you wanted it. I wanted it. So that for me is why it, it comes in at number four, because like I said, to me, I had no need for it, but I, I had to have it. All right. So mine is not even close to your number four in, in technicality. I don't know. I, my number four, again, is for my man, Vince, and that is the Slap Chop. I <gasps> love and still told this day, want Slap Chop. I feel like you can get your anger out on your food while also making it easier. And my favorite part is just the infomercial and how like, I would want Vince from ShamWow to be my personal trainer because he knows how to offend you 
and <laughs> build you up at the same time, which is what I need. He's just slap chopping everything. And yeah. like, they would like cut mushrooms in that, right? Yeah. And he'll be like, like at one point he goes, he says something like, you love salad, but you hate chopping it. That's why you don't have salad in your diet. I'm like, okay, homie, don't come at me. Like, I also <laughs> like a personal attack like that. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? You're kind of right. Like, what if I wanted salad? I hate chopping it. Uh, I mean, he's like, don't be boring. And I'm like, I don't want to be boring. I want to slap chop. And what was cool about this one was that if you ordered within 20 minutes, you got like a really cool, like cheese grater that you twisted. And I was just fascinated with it every time. And on like, even till today, it is definitely something that I want. I, I, I remember the commercial definitely having high energy. I think there's always something to be said too about those like food based products because you know you'd normally see them if you were hungry and you just start to drool like I remember slap chop he would cut mushrooms and stuff and make these omelets and as a kid I didn't even really like omelets but I was like oh maybe if I had a slap chop I would yes exactly that's exactly how I feel good product choice my friend good product choice I'm gonna give you my number three now because that way you know I feel like it's my turn to kind of go and because it's on the food realm now this is an absolute classic now if anybody knows me they know that and you know this casey you know i love to grill yes and i think that this completely re-evolutionized grilling and that is the foreman grill i never had one now i I know about that dude first of all can we talk about the person who like foreman was one of the greatest boxers and he was like I'm going to sell grills, but it was, it was an ingenious grills. It helped college students across the globe live a better life because they can now grill indoors. And what I loved about it is that there was a healthier, it was a health, like it absorbed the fat or at least like it had like this, the slide Ooh, of fat, the the fat little, slide, yeah. yeah, 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 which was gross collect and was gross to clean, but you can make paninis. You could grill, and this is why it revolutionized it. So when you grill, you have to like flip over burgers and stuff. This, you Mm. would press it so it would get evenly cooked on both sides. Interesting. Like, like, that's like the, that's like a dream come true. And I've never had one, and I wish I did. And I just think that it was one of those things that was not, it was brilliant. Well, and I think it's a, a testament to, again, how badly you wanted something because right now you still want one, but you have a grill at your house. You don't need one, um, but you still want it. So I think that definitely speaks volumes to uh, the product itself. Yeah. And it's uh, still going strong online and I stand by my number three. So my number three of definitely a fan favorite, definitely for the memorable commercial, but my number three is flex tape. Ooh, um, flex tape. Yes. Yes, which, you know, is always described as, you know, liquid rubber in a can or handyman in a can. And I mean, those commercials, Antonio, this man would be in a boat and the bottom of the boat was a screen door and he would just spray it on the screen door. And then he's out there rowing a boat, living his best life. Like, get out of town. He uh, was at one point, he was also in that boat that was like cut in half and taped up. And I'm like, yeah. that's amazing. Like, I feel like if he could have, he would have been in an airplane sawed in half. And I'm like, oh, it works, you know? Like, just to me, again, it's essentially just liquid rubber or whatever. But I, to be, like, just, I remember he would literally, in the commercial, walk through a screen door and then it would zoom out and he, it was attached to a boat. Dude, I also remember, do you remember there was like- Talk this- about bet your life on that. Oh, and I mean, these, these spokespeople, like, really risked their lives 
they're like true American heroes. And I remember the, in the commercial, there was uh, the big, large tank with a huge hole in it. And then he would just take that flex tape and just slap the hell out of that tank. Like, it yes, would've... to stop it. It's like, that could have stopped the Titanic. I'm like, yeah, if they had flex tape on the Titanic, 100% wouldn't have. We'd be in a different world. Yeah, that movie would have never happened. I appreciate, I really appreciate your number three. All right. What's your, my number two two. is a classic. Now, if you're listening to uh, the sound of my voice out there, you are either someone who wants this or pretends that you don't want it. And that is a Snuggie. Antonio, before you get started, let me just tell you, your number two is my number one. Yes. Uh, So you understand. Yes. Who didn't want one? Well, you know, I was a hater at first. I'm like, that's stupid. You know, like, you know, when you really want something, but like, you know, you're not going to get it. So you just talk crap about it the entire time. You downplay it. Yeah. You downplay it. Like, that's stupid. But you think about it when you're watching a movie with the blanket, how are you going to eat popcorn and not be cold? And popcorn is one of your favorite foods, but I, it's funny because, in th- and again, this is, again, I think a testament to the product because it really, truly, truly, it's just a backwards robe. It's a backwards robe. Yeah. But who didn't want one? I remember uh, in high school, I bought them for all my friends, like sort of as gifts and deep down in my heart of hearts, I always wanted one, never got one still to this day, but I would be lying if I said I didn't want one. I still, do I have a need for it? No, I have a house full of blankets, but there's just something about you know, I, I crack up thinking about the commercial where the woman like drastically is having a hard time eating her popcorn and, you know, she's flailing with the blanket. And, you know, I love in the commercial, they show the family wearing them all at like a sporting event as if you would wear that out of the house. They look like uh, monks, like, you know, at a sporting event. Like, it looks like you're absolute... at a church choir about to uh, yeah, break it down. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Break it down. So for me, I got to say Snuggie was my number one. So I can understand how you have it at number two. What a great name to know. Snuggie. Yes. And I, I mean, a Snuggie has become part of pop culture. You know? 100%. Like, I attribute the same word of, you know, Snuggie as selfie as like as some of these iconic things that you know exactly what it is. I, I agree. All right. So now we know you're number one. So what is your number two? So number two for me, um, again, another product I kind of always wanted, um, which might be interesting for folks at home to know, but I have to say my number two, Antonio, is the ped egg. Oh my God. Wait, can you tell everyone what the ped egg is? This is an awesome but disgusting infomercial product. And I can't believe TV was the chosen medium for this. Like if it was on radio, I could understand, but they chose to advertise this on TV. So essentially, and I'm going to describe it really badly, but the pet egg is a cheese grater for your foot. It's an at-home. It's exactly what it is. It's an at-home sort of massage tool that you use it, you know, shaped like an egg. You would scrape your foot with it and it would collect the shavings. The commercial it used to crack me up, Antonio. It would start out and be like, don't put sexy shoes on ugly feet. And it just shows these women like getting dressed up, standing next to a, a baby grand piano, um, as if that's where you put your shoes on in your house. And I just, one thing I always remember for the commercial was they would, they would show them using the product on a balloon. They would scrape the side of a balloon to tell you that like it wasn't going to pop or, which just what? Like, who thought of that? All right, full disclosure, and this is maybe TMI, and I don't care. I had that product, Casey, and it is <sighs> as good as advertised. I was 
I always played sports and let's be honest, you know, your feet take a beating and that helped to smooth out my calluses and it was gross, but at the same time, like it was like so therapeutic and yes. I 100% recommend well, it. And I feel like all infomercial products, they always like almost prey on like the lowest common denominator at times. Like, okay, that's a great example, Antonio, but in the commercial, it's all women. It's yeah. all women. Which like, is, it's not fair. Dress, no, it's not. Dressed up like models, it would show them dumping out the shavings. It's like, gross. It is gross it's, though. I, I can't believe TV was the chosen medium for that. Like who, who would do that? And it, I mean, it was described as being the foot grooming miracle. Which is, is it describes I, it really well. It's better than feet grater. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I wonder what the backup names were for that before it was egg shaped, you know? Yeah. But I have to say, I always, and still to this day, want a pet egg because I just thought it's kind of gross, but I don't know. It but just, it works. It really care. It makes me feel good knowing it worked. And like I said, you could scrape the side of a balloon and it wouldn't pop. It so, wouldn't pop. Nope. That right. is, that's, that's my list, sir. So I need to know, what do, what do you have coming in at number one? Okay, so my number one, I, I also think is pop culture icon. And it's something until this day that I, I still really want, never had it, but I do really want it. And that is a Chia Pet. Oh, wow. And here's the thing. I know people think they're corny, it. but I really, yeah, like so clever. And I remember like they made a Barack Obama one. They like, if you go on their website, they're just constantly updating it with like Bob Ross. They have a baby Looney Yoda Tunes. one yeah. and it's like a little bush that just grows and it's so clever. And like, I just, I just think it's so freaking cool that you can grow that in your house and it just looks like one of your favorite things. And I think they're just, they're classic, they're timeless. Yeah. And I think as long as they keep changing the design, that they can, it can be applicable to like any era. Well, and there's a lot of plant moms and plant dads out there. So gardening is definitely a popular quarantine activity. And maybe, uh, maybe some of our listeners will go home and buy a Chia Pet. I, I would highly recommend it. Here's what I appreciate about these lists is that I now know what to get you for your birthday and Christmas <laughs> for the next five years. There you go. Although I think I'll pass on Muzzy because uh, I don't have a VHS player anymore. Well, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. But I'm getting you a pet egg for sure. Oh my gosh. I would be so overjoyed. So I'll have to do return the favor with the Barack Obama Chia pet. There it but is. Uh, I need to know, sir, what uh, anything in your honorable mention you want to bring up? Yes. Yeah, so one of them that I had, I actually had pet egg on there. Um, I had OxyClean. I had the, sla- the flex tape. So you did, you did mention those. One, though, that I thought was really cool, and I don't know if you're going to remember this. There was this dude, I think his name was like Tony or something, and he had like this long ponytail, and he would have this like exercise machine that is called the Gazelle 360. Y'all, y'all need to look it up. And it's like, it basically feels like you're running, but like your legs would move separately to your arms. I can't even describe it well. And he, I mean, I'm not going to lie. He was a creepy because he would sometimes go behind some of the women and do it with them. It was like really creepy, Ooh. but I was a kid. I didn't understand that stuff, but I was like, I want to exercise on that. It looked like so much fun, but obviously that was like a more expensive one. Um, wow. and, and I had the scrub daddy, which is a oh. shark tank, 
which I love Shark Tank. I got it once. I think I used it wrong. It's not as great as it looks, but it always it's something sponge, I wanted. It's a sponge, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, it's just like a sponge with holes in it. Yeah, but it, like there's like a temperature thing, like depending on what you're washing, it needs to be cold water. It's too much technical things. But I also think that like Scrub Daddy has like this weird sexual undertone to it that really makes yeah, me uncomfortable. A little bit. Yeah, again, you know, the names of products always so interesting. Like Scrub Daddy, ew. Yeah. What, what was on yours? Uh, what was your, honor, so on your honorable mention? A couple honorable mentions I just want to bring up. Uh, this one was another popular one from when I was younger. Uh, it was Amazing Elastic Plastic, and the commercial would always start out and be, ordinary balloons go pop, but Amazing Elastic Plastic balloons do not. Essentially, it was just like plastic, moldable plastic that you could blow up, and it would come with these like weird jumping beans, and it just... I had it as a kid. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Were the, so it was it like this weird little gel. Yes. Like this like putty looking thing that you put at the end of this like super tiny straw and then you yeah. blow it. I don't know if you've had them before. And then like your cheeks yeah. would go all like sore. Yeah, yeah. But they weren't better than balloons. Yeah. Well, in the commercial, would always it would also go, just roll, stick, and blow. And I'm like, excuse me? Uh, what did you say? <laughs> So that one was up there for me. I also had that product as a kid and it definitely brought me a lot of joy. But my other honorable mention I have to bring up, I think we'd be remiss in talking about these products if we didn't shout out who could probably be Ronald Reagan's good twin, but uh, Ron Popeil, who did the Showtime Rotisserie, which was that set it and forget it. Yes, what a classic. What which, a- and again, in terms of you know, kitchen-esque products, it's just really like a, an oven little mini oven, whatever the case may be. And it was advertised for RVs and college dorms and all these things. But it was, I remember it was like an infomercial infomercial and it would be on, you know, sometimes Saturday mornings before he'd catch cartoons. And there was just something so congenial about the guy. And I would just watch this meat spin for 30 minutes, you know, and you'd be like, set it and forget it. And it was like, I couldn't cook, but as a little kid, I used to like think, I'm like, oh, if I like lived on my own. Um, and again, I'm like six thinking that this is ever going to happen. I'm like, oh, just, I'm little and I need a little stove. Like just absolutely bonkers. I um, mean, he'd have weird, like it would be meat that I don't think even as a kid I ever ate. Like I wouldn't know what it was, but I was like, I, I want that. I want, you know, he'd have three rotisserie chickens in there. And I'm like, why would you ever need to cook three rotisserie chickens? Almost like in an easy bake oven. I just, I don't know. To me, it was iconic. Yeah, and he, I feel like it was such a specific product just for rotisserie chicken. Like, you can go to Walmart and get a rotisserie chicken for like three bucks rather than waiting six hours on this machine to, to make it. Uh, actually, real funny story, Casey. I was in the middle, I'm, I'm, I was looking at Set It and Forget It because like, you mentioned Ronald Reagan, and I was trying to get like a visual of Ron Pompey. Pale, what's his name? Pompeo? Ron Popeil. Popeil, whatever. And <laughs> apparently there's an urban dictionary definition for it. Uh-huh. And it says to have sex with someone regardless of potential emotional consequences. And it says, I don't know, man. This is the example. I don't know, man. What if my girlfriend finds out? Dude, with her, you've just got to set it and forget it. <laughs> oh. No. I feel like it's not even what the original person meant by that no that's not okay. it's awful and i've also never heard anyone say it yeah i let's leave it up to the internet to ruin everything for everybody but uh that's 
an interesting list we both got there my friends and i do things. and i thought i thought this was really fun because i think it was a little nostalgic it made me think about those late nights that i just couldn't sleep and would watch yes. these, like 30 minute infomercials about these ridiculous products and i don't know there was something like a real nice simplicity to it that in these times i definitely appreciated it was fun. And I, I say, if anyone needs a laugh at home, and maybe you do, um, Google some old as seen on TV commercials. There's some that you might have forgotten that might make you chuckle or might make you think, oh, you know, it's good to laugh. And so I would definitely check them out. I think it's safe to say, Antonio, we can remain friends. I think so. I feel like this, again, brought us closer. There you go. And I have to say, it was really, 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 I had a lot of fun with this one. Um, and, you know, Definitely might see some of these things pop up uh, under your Christmas tree this year. Let's see. Absolutely. You at least know what we want as a gift. (laughs) And uh, we do appreciate you listening once again to the Enlisted Podcast. Again, folks, my name is Antonio Talamo. And my name is Casey Coleman. Follow us here every week for another top five list. Peace. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Enlisted Podcast. Want more of these podcasts? Be sure to click the subscribe button and leave us a review with a suggestion of what you'd like for us to debate next. Until next time.